Welcome to Dentists, Puns, and Money. I'm your host, Sean Terrell. In this episode, we will dive into the four ways your income will be taxed and what dentists might do about it once armed with that information. We'll dive into, as I like to call them, the four tax buckets. What are the different tax rates on those buckets? And how might a dentist be intentional about putting money into and taking money out of the different buckets in order to lower their overall tax bill? Plus a few real life examples to understand your options with the buckets. As a reminder, our affiliated firm, Dentist Exit Planning, helps dentists near or in clinical retirement reduce their lifetime tax bill and replace their practice income so they don't have to compromise on living the lifestyle they love. If you're a dentist interested in financial guidance on your exit from dentistry, you can schedule an initial consultation with us on our website, which is dentistexit.com. That website again, dentistexit.com. And with that introduction, let's dive into the four tax buckets. So a sidebar on a totally different topic to begin, are you old enough to remember taking a long road trip and not having the benefit of a smartphone to navigate your way? Another way to ask that question, do you know what an atlas is and have you ever used one? I am, I do, and I have. And all these questions are good analogies for dentists to think about when coming up with ways to lower the total amount of taxes they will pay over their lifetime. So let's start with a short story. It's December of 2002, and my beloved Iowa Hawkeyes have just been selected to play in the Orange Bowl in Miami, Florida. Because it was a big game and because Florida is much nicer than Iowa in the winter, there were tens of thousands of Iowans like me that wanted to go to this game. And so all the flights quickly sold out or became crazy expensive with a bunch of different out-of-the-way connections to get to Miami. So myself, along with a few buddies, decided that we would drive the 1,500 miles from Iowa to Miami. And the first thing I did was buy an atlas. And just in case you don't know, an atlas is a big collection of maps. And the one that I bought included an individual map for all 50 states. And so that allowed us to plot our course to drive from Iowa to Miami. And this was the best way to figure out how to navigate this trip in 2002. But by our standards in 2022, it's probably not the most efficient way to make the same trek. Technology 20 years later has improved greatly. At first, you might remember MapQuest, which was this website that allowed you to put in your starting location and then your destination, and it would plot the best route for you to take. And then you could print out the step-by-step -step instructions of every turn to take on that route. And then a few years later, GPS devices like Garmin's and TomTom's hit the market, and that would give someone step-by-step -step directions in their car while they were driving. So uh, we no longer had to print the internet as the commercial goes. And then most recently, smartphones have made long road trips even more efficient, and they'll broadcast the directions right through your speakers in your vehicle while you're driving. Even better, applications like Google Maps will let you know ahead of time about accidents or road construction along the route so you can course correct to get to your destination as quickly and as efficiently as possible. 
So with us, while we made it to Miami fine and we never got lost, it took longer than it might have because road construction, detours and accidents. And also we ate at a couple really crummy gas stations because the Atlas could not tell us that there was going to be a Chick-fil-A 20 miles ahead of us. And so if we decided to drive from Iowa to Miami today, uh, which doesn't sound as fun at 44 as it did at age 24, navigating the best course for us would be easier. We'd know ahead of time where the road construction was located. We'd know ahead of time that there was an accident five miles up ahead on the road. And we know ahead of time that if we pass up a gas station that's at the next exit and the fast food options there, that we could do so knowing that 20 miles down the road, there was a better option for gas and for food. And we'd have the option all along the way to redirect accordingly, thereby making our trip as efficient as possible. So what does this short story and technology history lesson have to do with the amount of taxes a dentist will pay in retirement? A central piece of our mission at Dentist Exit Planning is helping dentists pay the least amount of tax, total tax, over their lifetime, even if they pay more in tax in a given individual year than they otherwise could have. So just like a long road trip across the country, thanks in part to technology, there is a way for dentists to take the most tax-efficient path in their retirement. There is a way for dentists to transition to living off their assets and doing so in a way that will reduce the amount of total money paid to the IRS over their lifetime, all things being equal. And that all starts with dentists using tax diversification to their advantage whenever possible. So what do I mean by tax diversification? Not all income is created equally in the eyes of the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service. In reality, there are actually four separate ways your income can be taxed. And I like to refer to these four separate ways as four tax buckets, as I think it's easier for people to visualize this conceptually when we think about income being in one out of a possible four buckets of money. So if you are motivated to pay the least amount of tax over your lifetime, if you're motivated to be as tax efficient as possible, it really starts with being intentional in how and when you put money in and how you take money out of these four different tax buckets. That's how you come out ahead on taxes. And so let's lay out the four different tax buckets. And then I'll give a few examples of what it might look like for a dentist to be intentional about putting money in and taking money out of the different tax buckets so they can come out ahead on taxes. Tax bucket number one is the ordinary income bucket. And this will include W-2 income if you're receiving or paying yourself a salary from a dental practice. 1099 income for self-employed or independent contractors also falls into this bucket. Schedule E income is taxed at ordinary income rates too. So that would be owner dentist profits from a dental practice, as well as any profit if you own your practice real estate. Social security taxed at ordinary income rates as well, at least up to 85% of it. And then ordinary interest. Uh, ordinary interest has not been much of a topic for many years because with interest rates being so low, there wasn't much ordinary interest to be had. But with interest rates rising dramatically here in 2022, the inverse effect of that is better rates of return on savings accounts, 
and money market accounts and CDs. So worth paying attention that at least in the short term, rates of return on some of those vehicles could be better and thus generate ordinary interest for tax purposes. So with the ordinary income tax bucket, the tax rate will vary between zero and 37%. So that's a huge variance, a big difference. But that's what happens to all of your money in that it's taxed at ordinary income rates without any plan in place. Tax bucket number two is the tax deferred bucket. And this bucket includes income that is earned in the current year, but the tax due on that earned income is deferred or delayed until some point in the future, some other tax year later down the road. And then at that point in the future that the deferred income is realized or accessed, that income then becomes ordinary income and is taxed at ordinary income rates, which as we just mentioned in 2022, are anywhere between zero and 37%. So the deferred bucket is often made up of 401k and profit sharing plans, cash balance plans, and then traditional deductible IRAs. So the deferred bucket can be a great tool, but there's risk associated with it based on what tax rates might be in the future. So as a brief example, if you defer income that would have been taxed at 35% and access that money later when it's taxed at 25%, that's a great move. However, if you do the opposite and defer money when it could have been taxed at 25% and then access it later when it's taxed at 35%, not such a great move. So you can start to see how being intentional about how and when you put money into tax buckets and later take it out can make a huge difference on what you pay the IRS over the long haul. In my experience, without intervention, the vast majority of people are figuring out a way to pay the least amount of taxes in the current year. And the work that we do with dentists, we are solving for paying the least amount of tax over the long haul, over someone's lifetime, even if it means paying more in taxes in the current year than might have been required. The third tax bucket is the capital gains bucket. For special types of income, including qualified dividends and long-term capital gains, the IRS has set up preferred tax rates. And the range of this rate, of the long-term capital gains rate, varies between 0% and 20%, depending on how much ordinary income you have as well in any given year. A common example of an account that's taxed using long-term capital gains is a taxable investment account. So as an example here, if you needed income for living expenses in retirement, and you have the option of taking it out of an account that's going to be taxed at ordinary income rates, which could be, again, as high as 37%, and you have the option of taking long-term capital gains income that cannot be any higher than 20%, you might consider taking income from a source or an account that would be taxed as long-term capital gains because, as we just said, in 2022, the highest rate possible for taxes on those long-term cap gains is 20%. It is worth mentioning that currently, in 2022, there is no tax due on long-term capital gains if your total taxable income for the year is below a certain threshold. Off memory, I think it's around 85,000 per year of taxable income if you are married and you're filing joint tax returns. 
So another great example of being intentional about what buckets you put money into and how and when you pull money out. 0% tax due on capital gains sounds great on the surface, but you might not want to burn, so to speak, that capital gains income and have it taxed at 0% if you have a large amount of money in buckets that will be taxed at ordinary income later. Because as we've already discussed, ordinary income rates are currently as high as 37%. So it might be better to hold off, hold on to some money in capital gains buckets. So you have a source of income later that can be taxed at 20% instead of 37%. Again, really a little technical here and a lot of numbers, but hopefully you follow the drift of things. The fourth and final tax bucket is the tax-free bucket. We save the best for last. With the tax-free bucket, you pay taxes on the money that goes into it in the year that the money goes into that bucket. But then the upside is all of the money that goes there, and even better, the growth on all of that money can be accessed tax-free down the road. Now, there are a couple strings attached to it being tax-free later that you must be mindful of, but by and large, having or moving at least some money to the tax-free bucket will give you more options and help increase the likelihood of paying the least amount of tax over the course of your lifetime. The tax-free bucket is often made up of Roth 401ks and Roth IRAs. And so a popular strategy right now in 2022 that we've talked about recently in other podcasts is executing Roth conversions for dentists to build more money in this tax-free bucket. If you want a deeper dive into Roth conversions and why they might make sense for you, you can check out the podcast we did on that topic recently in the last month or two. But the basic strategy behind Roth conversions is to pay more taxes in the current year than you would have otherwise had to do in order to pay less tax over your lifetime or over the long haul. So there you have it, the four income tax buckets. Again, they are ordinary income, tax deferred, capital gains, and tax-free. It's all about coming up with a strategy for your individual situation using the rules of the game that have been created by the IRS and Congress and will continue to change, and then coming up with the best game plan to pay the least amount of taxes over your lifetime. The beauty of this is, just like my road trip to Florida 20 years ago, thank you for indulging me on that story, uh, it's easier to figure out the most efficient path, the most efficient route than it used to be. Just like that drive, technology makes this tax job much easier than it used to be. I can't even imagine how the average person would go about finding out the basic details on tax laws and tax rates on their own 20 or 30 years ago. And now that information is pretty easy to find on the internet. And 20 or 30 years ago, even if you were armed with the right tax information, you'd have to do a ton of longhand math to figure out the best strategy for yourself. But now, thanks to technology, that math is much simpler to do if you know what buttons to push and when to push them. So the conversation today has probably been a little more technical than I hoped, a little more numbers uh, than I hope to get into. I'll keep working on making uh, everything a little simpler, but hopefully you've taken to heart the main message. Figuring out a way to not get killed on taxes any more than you have to and use education and technology to help accomplish that. Uh, just like my road trip to Florida, there's a more efficient way to get there than there used to be. Already then, that is 
all I have for now. I hope you have found this tax information useful and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thanks for listening and following along. Are you a dentist nearing your retirement from clinical or have you already hung up your handpiece? Would you like to learn more about ways to reduce your taxes and generate income from your assets in retirement? Our affiliated firm, Dentist Exit Planning, might be able to help you with those two things. Schedule an initial consultation with us on our website. Our web address is dentistexit.com. There's no obligation for your initial consultation. Again, schedule that initial consultation at dentistexit.com. As for our disclosure, Dentist Exit Planning and Terrell Advisors is a registered investment advisor. The information presented should not be interpreted or construed as investment, legal, tax, financial planning, or wealth management advice. It does not substitute for personalized investment or financial planning from Dentist Exit Planning or Terrell Advisors. This podcast conveys the views and opinions of Sean Terrell and his guests, and the information herein should not be considered a solicitation to engage in a particular investment or financial planning strategy. Information presented is for educational purposes only, and past performance is not indicative of future results.